Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the Like, Click and Share podcast. Um, in this episode, we're talking about motivation. Um, how do we keep ourselves motivated? Uh, why should we keep ourselves motivated? And uh, kind of the problems and and the challenges of sort of keeping motivated. And I know it's quite difficult for, for myself. The reason why we're talking about it this um, this time is we just kind of we've come out of COVID. We've under gone a, a lot of problems and challenges uh, over the last couple of years. Um, for, for if you're a business owner or for anybody really, it doesn't have to be just in business. It's been a really challenging time. Um, and there's a lot of other things going on around the world right now. Um, which are, you know, some of it's quite doom and gloom. So how do you keep yourself, you know, positive? How do you keep yourself motivated in order to do, you know, you, you know your daily job, but also to give that little bit extra to your clients and your customers um, and also just keep yourself focused? So would you say would you say that's a fair appraisal, Gem? I do. I think it's a fair appraisal. Um, I just think, not without wanting to sound like doom and gloom, I think it's hard. You yeah. know, I think it's... I think everything at the minute, no matter what you look at, it's difficult, isn't it? It's either you're reading something about it or you're talking to somebody and hearing something that's happened or it's every everywhere you look. Um and I just think it's quite a quite a hot topic. And I think it's it's difficult as well. I think with everybody moving to work and from home, I think that's been quite a big shift for people's mindsets as well, hasn't it? It's just I don't know, I think it's I think it's a crucial topic. You know, I think it's and a hard. I think it's a hard topic as well. And I think anybody who says that they haven't been affected by anything that's happened either over the last couple of years or that's happening now is lying. You know, I think it's. I think everybody's been affected in some way, whether it's to do with motivation, whether it's to do with like fire, anything really. You know, what about yeah. you? Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I, I think. The, you know, the last couple of weeks have been quite tricky for me because I'm kind of like working across different time zones. So that's a bit of a problem, sort of getting up at some strange hours and working quite long days. Mm -hmm. um, and it's about you have to look after yourself because um, nobody's kind of really going to do that for you because that's really you know your job to do. People can look out for you. So I suppose the first tip is, you know, surround yourself with nice people, People can help you out of difficult situations. Um, but also, secondly, I think, the, you know, you've got your responsibility to yourself um, to, mm -hmm. to look after you because you have to put yourself first. And, you know, I try to always think, it's like, well, can I just get half an hour for myself amongst a 14-hour day or something? Um, and the answer should day. always be, yeah, out of 14 hours, it's like, or 12 hours, you should be able to find half an hour for yourself. If not then you're just trying to fit too much into a day and you've just got to start, um, you know, perhaps squeezing less into the day because that could also affect your quality of output. You're not going to be working at your, you know, your best quality because you can't work consistently high quality for, you know, 13, 14 hours. So having that half an hour timeout, um, you know, to do with its exercise. And I, I find half an hour to do exercise. I've, I haven't got a Peloton bike, but I use a Peloton app on, cycle so if i can find maybe just 15 minutes or uh, do some stretching um which is great because if you're doing a lot sitting down a lot doing computer work so it's not just benefit for the mind but also mm -hmm. practically for the body just to get away from um sitting down or go for a little walk or sort of just sitting outside um 
whether it's at home or um, in, you know, somewhere else in the office or the office block, just find your little space, put a podcast on for 15 <laughs> minutes. So those types of things can be really great. And um, the one other thing I also done um, kind of unbeknowingly, I was my, I've kind of reduced a lot of my time now on social media and I shouldn't, I suppose shouldn't really say that. I don't know if I should or shouldn't say that as, as a marketing professional, but um, when I was kind of complaining to myself at the end of the week, I was like, well, I haven't got this done. I haven't got that done just on personal things, not so much work stuff, but you know, I've not found time to do, you know, read a book or I've not found time to um, maybe do some of my hobbies. It's like, well, actually, look at how I am spending my time. That's something I did a bit of reflection. It's like, well, I spend in an hour or you're just under an hour looking at Twitter feed like every night. So like, well, actually that hour could be doing something towards something more productive, whether it's planning a day or whatever it may well be that, you know, you want to do. So, but I actually feel there's been a benefit of that, not just because of the time, but also, just the anxiety levels, like you said about the media, because there is that thing of when you're reading stuff, that's there's a lot of um, negative news around, and they just keep reading more of that. I think kind of reinforces that mindset. So that's what I've been doing really the last couple of weeks in the trend. I don't want to kind of give up socials altogether, but I'm definitely much more mindful at the moment while I'm in a busy phase um, to maybe just do it as just to dip in and dip out. Um, rather than spend a lot of my time. What about you? You love TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I mean, to be honest, I love watching the videos, but I'm finding at the moment, um, certainly Twitter, um, TikTok, um, very like almost like dark places. I don't know if it's just people's mindsets and how they're feeling in general, but I feel like at the moment and certainly over the last few months, people's like comments, and like negativity and like the way people talk about like people's families and children and what people look like and things like that. I just find it quite a dark place if you go in the comments. I enjoy watching the videos on TikTok, but if you click in to see what people are saying about it, it's like, really? Like what? Like why? And I think that's the thing that I'm finding probably the most difficult about social media at the minute. I think the other thing is when you do it for during the day for a job, I'm trying not to use it as much on a night and I'm trying to only say, oh, like if I have a look on the TikTok app, I'm only going to go on for 20 minutes because otherwise I can be there for hours. But I think because I'm seeing so many people saying negative things and obviously nothing's done about it. I think TikTok are a lot stricter than um Twitter and Facebook, for example, so there are words you can't use in your videos. There are things that you can't do, like you can't be on a live and have a drink or like smoke or, you know, they are very strict like that and they will ban people. And if people are commenting, then you might lose your, do you know what I mean? If you say negative things, whereas I think Twitter in particular, I know my mum's been going on there. She wanted to be set up so she could have a look because um, she was the big, she's a big line of duty fan and she wanted to see because me and my sister were telling her about what, things were going on on there and she said she can't believe some of the things that people come out with and say to people when you see like under the comments and you're scrolling through and I think you can like I think it's a double thing isn't it there's 
a lot of negativity and there's a lot of people saying things, but then there's the other fact that there's a lot of stuff on there that's not real. Do you know what I mean? You're going on Instagram and seeing people's pictures that have got like filters on, that have been photoshopped, you know, that have gone in a, a designer store and tried something on and pretended that it was theirs or pictures by a car. Do you know what I mean? Pretending their life's better than what it is. And it's that's false for people as well. Do you know what I mean? There doesn't seem to be anything in the middle or it doesn't seem to be almost used the way that it was intended anymore i think that that, makes sense yeah it's really interesting it's it's definitely been picked up i'm hearing a lot more people talk about you know social media as just it's generally now having a much more negative um association um than it's ever had before even Mm -hmm. though it has a bad reputation um I suppose more specific platforms have had like more of a, a bad reputation along the way, but now kind of the whole um, the whole scene is kind of like seen as not that great. And I went on Instagram the other day and actually looking at the the content, it's like there was nothing really. I mean, uh, it goes back to your feed and who you follow and stuff, but even some of the stuff on there was quite very superficial and mm-hmm. it not. I mean, it just wasn't the same space as it was maybe even a year ago, I don't think, or even a couple of years ago. I don't know what the answer is because you can't ban comments because mm-hmm. that really end in almost the right to free speech. The, the, the whole concept, though, of free speech is interesting because I think this is where it's come back into the news because of Elon now buying Twitter mm-hmm. and kind of people are kind of guessing or jumping at what might happen about Twitter and then how it might just be opening up to free speech. But actually, free speech is it's seen as a great thing, but actually we know now that actually people, they, they don't have balanced viewpoints, generally speaking, mm. and some of them are quite sensationalist. Um, you know, for, and I'm sure people can use their own imaginations about some of the type of content on there. So, you know, how, how do you monitor all that? And that's why I do empathize i think with the social media platforms that when you actually really get to understand the problems like you've just been talking about mm-hmm. how it's not just a case of using machine learning to censor certain words or phrases or you know how to how can you continue to police and monitor all of that and it's i, I don't know i think we, we have to understand that we live with that we can't block it out from society um i think definitely when things are hugely wrong with with channels yeah or with people posting you know um i suppose content which is not true um but but there are lots of gray areas and Mm -hmm. and, having somebody keep reviewing all of that just it just isn't also practically possible so i think it's definitely a real challenge and I, i suppose that what might help is actually the what we're facing this um new um leap of um you know this new leap into the metaverse so there'd be a technological change so what we might start to see is actually people not using social media so much um and then people embracing uh, a newer version of technology well it should we should have its own problems Mm -hmm. um but we might just see just a a change to how like technology is being used um so that might bring some changes around. And I do think potentially we might see the fall. The first time I think we might start to see the fall of a social media platform. They can't all continue surviving. We None of us have enough hours in the day to keep going to mm-hmm. these platforms. And there's not that 
in, there's nothing really enough unique about each of the platforms. I don't feel uh, from a marketing p- perspective now. Um, so yeah, I think that we might start to see either the fall or another merge along somewhere. I mean, LinkedIn is really standing out now as a is a is a really good platform. It mm-hmm. do everything that we w- really want social media to do, um, and because he's got this kind of business persona people generally behave themselves or it certainly has the reputation to for people behaving themselves more there and i think that maybe that's where facebook and instagram may need to start taking a few um you know might start to need to look to linkedin you know people just creating their own personas and that is nothing there's no on LinkedIn is that you're a bit, you are a professional, aren't you? So if you say something absolutely ridiculous as a statement, well, that's associated with you personally. So that is a, there is a, uh, you know, the, the, there's a, um, you have to pick, carry the can as it were. So the, you know, the, you can't think of the word now, um, but yeah, you're carrying the can for what you say, but there's no punishment, I suppose, self-punishment, no self-policing really, particularly on Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can like almost be anybody, can't you? You could be, yeah. yeah, Like I could be, I could be you, you could be me, you could say what you want. I think I am starting to see some negativity on LinkedIn and people be like start to say things a bit more that they would see on other platforms. I think for me, it's more just like sometimes you can be in the best mood in the world and even just going on to check something like if I'm going on to do some posts for me or for, for us in you literally you see something and you kind of tell but your curiosity gets the better of you and you, you click on it. it might be a hashtag about something and you can go from being in the best mood ever to being like oh and you have lost your motivation and it's like yeah. well, how how do you get that back and what am I going to do now because now I've got to sit for I don't know how many hours and I've got to work through all these things that I need to do and it's like well you want to go back and have another look and do you know what I mean it's like how do you get around that I think that sometimes I find quite difficult so how do you keep yourself motivated then just generally what what do you do you, do you have like do you set up a a plan at the beginning of the year for things that you want to achieve in the year or no because i think um personally for me if i if i do stuff like that i'd never achieve them if i say on monday i'm going to do such and such like start a diet plan or start an exercise plan i always find that i can ease quite easily talk myself out of that but um for work wise for being at home and stuff i mean i find music really really motivational you know so if i'm in a like if, if i'm in a bad mood or i need to get something done i'll put some music on but i think i'll i do I do make like lists, but small lists of things that I need to do throughout the day. And once I've done a couple of things, I might have a break or like have a wander around or um, sometimes I think it's quite lonely working from home. So sometimes I've got the telly on in the background. I'm not really watching it. It's just to have things like moving around that catch your eye and stuff. Um, I think making sure that you know that if you are having a bad day and you don't get everything done that you need to, as long as you've done the key things, then it isn't the end of the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. the I think that's the struggle that people have at the moment and making sure that you tell yourself that sometimes what people are posting on social media, it's not real, you know. So don't think, oh, well, look at them. They're having a great time because are they? Do you know what I mean? You don't really yeah. know what's going on 
behind the scenes and I would probably hazard a guess that something like nine times out of ten that person who's standing there smiling behind the scenes is not feeling as good as what they look like in the in the picture what about you well I I I tend to, like I said, I try to get this like half an hour time to, or 20 minutes or something just to do some physical exercise. And, but it's also more of a, uh, a break away from the screen because mm-hmm. I think sometimes as well, when you're sitting there doing work on the screen, um, all day, you can suffer, start to suffer some neck problems as well. So it can cause you some out. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It yeah. really hurts. Yeah. Um, so you, you need to have the break away from that. So, and it's hard, like, you know, one of my other hobbies is, you know, is music, but that involves screen work. I mean, so mm-hmm. I have some other devices, but you're still all based around electronics. So trying to actually get away from doing things like having a digital detox, mm-hmm. um, I think is, uh, I think something we all need to kind of like, uh, I take, take that break at some point throughout the year. And that means putting the phones down and the screens down and you know, may- maybe not taking your phone to the table. Um, so, and also I think that, getting people to hold you to account you know for in in so many different ways so you know if you if you've got a partner if so if your partner is nagging at you about like we've well, always got your phone you're always looking at your phone not looking to me or listening to me mm-hmm. you need to listen to that because you know it's not a great habit to have when you um you know your attention span like- is really quite limited that can i've definitely found that sometimes if your attention span is quite limited um then also your uh kind of your patience can also be um, aligned in, in in the same way so if you're talking to people then you, your mind's not really focused on what you're doing at the moment I feel like I've, I feel yeah. like I'm quite good if I'm in like people's company if I'm in company yeah. and I'm like or I'm on a like a call with somebody or like I'm out with my friends or I'm out for tea or just sitting having a chat in the house and stuff I'm quite good I can leave my phone um and not look at it until i see other people picking it up because i actually think that's like quite rude that's one of the things that i really hate i hate to be sat with my friends or i've gone to their house or we've gone out somewhere and they're all just sitting scrolling because i think well like we've all made the effort to meet up so i really don't like that and i go mad with i go mad with my family sometimes i go mad with my friends Um, i don't like that at all so i'm i'm quite i can do that it's more when i'm sat on it's more when i'm sat on my own i think I start scrolling or if I haven't got anything to do or sometimes you've got like something that you need to do for work or something just that you need to do in your day-to-day life and you will do anything but do that task because either you know it's going to be boring or it's not what you want to do you know so you I'll pick up my phone and I'll do this and I think that's sometimes when you've got to really be strict with yourself but I mean I'm I am I, I am quite good and I don't like I'm not bothered about saying to my friends how am I I've come around to see you when you sat there on your phone you know so like you say well what, you know what's the point in yeah um but I think like definitely you're trying to get that mix of um you know if you're a very creative person then you might want to try and look at doing other kind of like other tasks but if you're not very creative definitely having some a mix of creative tasks to break up your week and it could be like baking um it could be sort of drawing art it could be learning a language uh, it can be fitness but having that max uh, that mix of practical um sort of uh, tasks uh, mixed in with your kind of normal rudimentary stuff um definitely opens you up for uh, i suppose inspiration as well bringing new ideas to the table and um you know because sometimes that's really important that you're still open to new opportunities and you can't have new opportunities if you're not 
open to them. So if you're mm-hmm. always in your same mind all the time, you're thinking, oh, well, I just don't get a break. You know, nobody's giving me opportunities or nothing's moving on. If you're starting to feel that way, it's like, well, you know, you have to question yourself like, well, how, how easy are you making it for yourself to receive those new ideas? So if you're closed off and you never really see anybody or never speak to anybody, well, then chances are you're never going to, going to get any opportunities so you have to kind of work at that as well so I think it's important just to keep doing those reviews to keep checking in with yourself is it everything okay are you going where you think you want things to be going um you know how's how's life working out for you uh, you know very really mm-hmm. without going too deep but you know are you going in the right direction if not then you might need to kind of like change a few things up and mm-hmm. uh, just try and experiment i think more than anything that's what i tend to say to people but uh, the music stuff is really good um because it can change like i can literally yeah. go from being in the worst mood ever and put a song on or hear something if i've got it on in the background and, t- and my mood can change instantly and i think there's a lot of songs as well like you associate with things from your past or like good memories I mean obviously you have some that you associate like bad as well but they're the ones that you don't put on when you're trying to get motivated <laughs> but you know it's like, but I think music for me is probably the big thing because it literally like that one song just even the first minute of that one song can totally change my mindset and how I like how I feel so and I think it's like I always like to, on the morning when I get up and I go on the shower I always like to have my music on blasting um because I find that it helps me like wake up if I'm in the car because people are always saying do you never listen to the radio and I'm like no never like it's I don't need... isn't it yeah, it's yeah. A, I sometimes I like to have background chatter you know and the, I, the, the feel that you know you've got other people around you but the other time it, it can be really distracting and I think what you've touched on there is really important it's almost like setting the scene you know for what you're doing at that particular time so if you are feeling a bit vulnerable or a bit lonely or thing like you know okay maybe having a bit of something on the background is great for you but if you've got tons of energy and like you just need to get some focus <laughs> then the last thing you need to do is put some drum and bass on in the background so it's like <laughs> you know it's uh it, it, you have to kind of adapt i suppose that's a, a really interesting uh yeah so it's something interesting like to bear in mind okie dokie um well, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed this kind of uh, open chat and discussion. And we'd love to hear um, your ideas and thoughts about how you keep yourself motivated. Um, the link to do that is just be in the show notes below. So do get in touch with us. And uh, we'll be back soon for the next episode of the Like, Click and Share podcast. So keep well and uh, speak soon. <laughs>